Warning, the following podcast, which contains strong language and mature content, is unsuitable for children or for the faint of heart. The subject matter discussed will be frightening and graphic in nature. Listener discretion is advised. When you want to hear about the paranormal, you get the spooked girls. True crime that makes you hypothermal with the three spooked girls. Stabby snippets will give you dreams. Taryn Jessica will make you. Along with the spooked girls Bring on the slaughter We on that haunted ground The three spooked girls Hey Spooksters and welcome back to another episode here on Three Spooked Girls. My name is Tara and as always I am here with my ghoul friend Jessica. Hello. Hello. And today is part two into our discussion on Jamie Lynn's Call Her Daddy interview. If you missed part one, go check that out. It was last week's Thursday episode. It was actually a lot more like deeper than I thought it was going to be because I think everyone just expected us to like have this lighthearted roast session, which I mean, that's kind of what this episode's (laughs) for. But (laughs) the first one was just like actually legit stuff because Lynn and Jamie Fucked up parents for sure. Oh, for fucking sure. For sure. It's funny now, like because of this that show. Anytime someone make makes a comment about like certain things, like how come I didn't get a B name? <laughs> okay, so if y'all are remembering from the part one, or if you've watched it, you know it ended very abruptly. So part two pretty much starts equally as awkward and abruptly because obviously. Minus the second half of this interview, mm-hmm. I'm assuming they did they did the whole thing in one sitting. Yeah. And then just chopped it for some reason, but okay. <laughs> I feel like there was other times in the recording or in the mm-hmm. show that they could have cut it and it would have been like a perfect segue. Like mm-hmm. Alex was asking really good questions and that could have been like broken mm-hmm. up, but then it was like she asked a question, Jamie barely answered, and they were like, end of episode. And I was like, the fuck? Yeah, because they were talking about how Jamie Lynn, she was talking about like how she got, you know, decent money from Zoe 101. And she's like, you know, I use that for the house and to get shit set up and to take care of myself, you know, et cetera, et cetera. Because at that point in her timeline, it's when she's pregnant. So she's like 16, 17 years old. And Brittany's had her shaving her hair thing and all of that. And then it's interesting because like in part one, one of the things they talk about towards the end is how she implies that everyone was telling her to not keep the baby. Yeah. But then she kind of doubles back and says that no one told her to abort the baby. I kind of. So the way I way I took that was is that nobody was saying like, you should go get an abortion. Like, I don't think anyone straight out came and said, like, you should get an abortion. I mean, she is the sister of the queen of pop music or the princess of pop music. And Britney was all about wholesome, even though at this point in time in her career in life, she had kind of shaken off that. 
image. So yeah, I mean, so you have Jamie Lynn who could be that new sweet innocent Spears and she's pregnant. And I mean, the reality is, is that if Jamie Lynn hadn't had her daughter, there's a chance that she may have been a bigger, she might've had a bigger career. But there's also a chance that she could have had an abortion and turned around and had a fucking horrible career. Mm-hmm. It was not guaranteed. 100%. What yeah. was guaranteed is that she could be a good mom if she wanted to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And from my understanding, I think she, I mean, I don't know. Her kids look happy. So mm-hmm. that's all that matters really on that part. But yeah, I, I don't know. I'm assuming like her little PR person or whoever the fuck was with her was probably like, you need to clarify this. Cause like when she, I mean, but for me, like I didn't think she was implying that anybody said that. I'm assuming there was probably like tabloid shit saying people said that to her or something. I don't know. I didn't keep up with her ass cause I don't like her. I'm, sh- I'm sure somebody from Nickelodeon or somebody from her team probably hinted at the idea Like, what if you got Mm. rid of the baby? Like, what if, or what if you didn't have the baby? Not, you know, asking Mm -hmm. hypothetical. So I think that it probably happened. And then she was like, no, I want to have my kid. And they were like, okay, you're going to have your kid. But Mm -hmm. I think that happens in any kind of like star case. I think anytime a young Scarlet gets knocked up out of wedlock, there's, and it seems interesting because it's like, I would have assumed that the dad, like, I've never really known anything about the dad. No, I think it was just I I don't know if he if anyone wants to educate us, you can tell us the tea. Please do. I don't I don't think he was like an actor or anything. I think he was probably just a regular kid at her school or something. Yeah. And basically she was just like, you know, he reacted like in almost how any teen boy would and was like, "Nope, no thank you." But to the public eye, yeah, that guy's never really been around, so mm-hmm. I don't know. And I think do new. I think him not being a celebrity like probably and then him going i don't want to be i don't want this baby it's kind of like it it reminds me kind of like what's her name bristol palin like how when she got pregnant Mm. her boyfriend was like i'm gonna be a dad and like kind of took on that fame whereas i feel like this guy was like "Mm, i don't want that fame right who knows so they circle back to this vague hawaii trip because you know all she's trying to say is we hung out with our kids and just hung out as sisters that's like all she wants to say the whole fucking time but this is when she talks about specific she says this trip specifically is like when they talked about britney moving out of state and the conservatorship and all of this and at this point in the interview she's talking about it a little more in detail and she's like I talked to lawyers, and from my understanding, if she lived, she had a residence in a different state, it would absolve after six months, which I don't know if that's actually, first of all, ain't nobody gonna let Britney be gone for six months. Come the fuck on. Mm-hmm. Second, I don't know like how true that is if she did that. I feel like if that was legit, a lot of people who are, you know, fall victim to these kind of situations would be able to get out of them, because like if they ran away, right. you know what I mean? But then again, like, a lot of people so I don't who- know are in conservatorships are not like Britney Spears who could no, have. No, 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 yeah. no. But I'm saying there is plenty of people who right. probably are is what my point is. And, you know, it's just like she just I don't know. It just seems like it seemed a little victim shaming to me because she's like, I don't know why she didn't just come to my house. And I thought I thought about that. <laughs> and it was like this one thing that kind of 
like made me think back to something in the first interview where she was talking about how like when Britney became famous, how people started showing up. And could you imagine if Britney Spears left LA because she was living in LA, even though she had a fucking residency in Vegas, she left LA and went to Louisiana. Like she, Jamie Lynn, I don't think lives in this like big gated community where people can't get to her. I think she lives in like a nice house, but like, I don't think it's like, Mm -hmm. I mean, Brittany would have to have, there's a reason why celebrities live behind gates. Yeah. And exactly. Cause people be crazy. Mm-hmm. And I don't think it would be as simple as, Hey, just come to my house and hang out for six months because people would be showing up at their house. I mean, like, exactly. Yeah. TMZ would find them hella quick. <laughs> Fucking DMZ. Oh yeah. But like camped out on Jamie Lynn's like lawn waiting mm-hmm. for a Britney sighting. And then what does that do? Like, so if you're a mom like Brittany is and you're trying to think of like what's the best for your kids, imagine trying to think of what's the best for your nieces as well. Like if I just yeah. picked up my shit and moved to your house for six months, I could completely disrupt your child's life. Yeah, 100%. 100%. Also, Brittany wasn't going anywhere because of her kids. Exactly. That's why she stayed. She stayed because of her kids because at this point they were little. They were like, what, babies, toddlers themselves? Like pretty young. I think this particular time, like the whole like trip to Hawaii, I think it. it oh, never mind. I, yeah, I'm wrong. They were older than. When did that? They never even said exactly when that trip was supposed to be, but it was like, you know, if I remember correctly, like thinking back, it was within the last like three or four years. Oh, okay. But see, here's my thing too, because she also talks about again her her and her husband's connections, whatever. And I'm like, cool. Like even if they're like we're not confident enough on the laws in California. If there are these high-powered people she's saying they are, mm-hmm. I'm sure they would have had connections in California or had a connection that would have a connection. Right. And they would have been able to find it out really quickly. And nothing came of that. Exactly. So, horseshit, just saying. That that was a very feeble attempt in my opinion. Oh, yeah. She was trying to just basically be like, I mean, and it's counterproductive or it's counterintuitive to what she's been saying, which is I've had no knowledge. I don't I didn't know what was going on. And then all of a sudden to come on the Call Her Daddy podcast and be like, no, not only did I understand, but I was advising her to like how to get out of it. Which is right. It? You can't do both. Right. You can't be <laughs> complete. I mean, I you could say, you know, up until that point, I was completely like ignorant of it. Mm-hmm. But she's been saying for months, like since the whole Free Britney movement like came out, she has been like, I don't know what's going on. And she has. And I don't like the way mm-hmm. she like, I get that the Free Britney movement has made money off this. Like the people in the organization, they've, you know, they sell merchandise. They mm-hmm. have sold for people to hear their streams, shit like that. There's no, I'm not shaming them. Good for them. Like way to capitalize on on something that you know i think did a good job yeah and was helpful you guys need to start free amanda Bynes now like just moving on (laughs) (laughs) but jamie lynn acts like she's never profited off her sister and Mm -hmm, the mm -hmm. fact that your last name is fucking spears like you you profit off of her every day every time you cash a fucking paycheck it's not because jamie lynn spears you're the most amazing fucking actress out there <laughs> it's because you're britney spears fucking little sister a hundred percent a hundred percent because i watched zoe 101 a few times and that show is not that great <laughs> the little kid the little weird kid is the best actor on that show 
<laughs> also, legit, like her favorite thing, her favorite answer is just, I don't understand. I don't understand. Or I don't know. I don't know. Like, it's just like, what do you understand, Jamie? Like, what the fuck? Like, is that just what you're going to say this whole fucking time? Like, I tried to count and then I quit because it was just like every <laughs> other sentence out of her mouth. I just don't understand. Bitch, you apparently don't understand anything. All right, cool. <laughs> no, it's true. Like, she, and I think if you come off ignorant of a situation, like, we don't fault the ignorant. Yeah, well, she ain't fucking fooling anybody. <laughs> I, oh my God, I can't remember what his fucking name is, but there's this one TikToker who covers Britney's stuff like really heavily. I think mm-hmm. his handle has like Josh or Joshua in it or something. I don't know. Me and Ashley send each other his TikToks all the fucking time. But basically, like, he, <laughs> you know how, like, with Twilight, how in like the Facebook groups and stuff, they don't say Renesme, they always make up like other fucking like funny names. Mm-hmm. He does that for Jamie Lynn and it is so fucking funny. He'll say, Love like, it. Judas Leech and shit like that. <laughs> I'm just like, oh, my God. It's funny. It's funny. If you guys are on celeb TikTok at all, you probably know who I'm talking about. Anyways, moving on. Alex asks her about, so she, you know, she's like, so you're 100% like haven't been involved with the conservatorship, blah, 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 blah. And that's when she talks about the trust that she says Brittany asked her to see over if something happened to her for Brittany's sons. And Jamie Lynn like she talked about in part one, is basically like, you know, after I realized what it was, I was like, no. And then she like whips out the the court document that states like she's not doing it or whatever. It's just like, okay. <laughs> of all the things like you couldn't have done, like that wasn't even about Brittany. That was about Brittany's kids. Exactly. There would have been clear written instructions on what to do. Right. It didn't make me think that she was any less culpable. I think it made it the point that I got out of it was, oh, I made it even easier for my dad to fucking like rip off my Mm -hmm. sister because Mm -hmm. instead of setting up something that would help protect my nephews, I'm going to just make it so that my dad will have to make those decisions. And Mm -hmm. I mean, the thing is, she talks about like in part one, she talks a lot about how dad was an alcoholic and he wasn't there. But then it's like fucking Spears family like reunites and they're like. He was doing the best for Britney. And like, that's the vibe I got was that, you know, he didn't want to be a conservator. Bullshit. If he didn't want to be a conservator, he could have called for the end of it. Exactly. He could have removed himself. There was plenty of people like you're telling me that like fucking drunk ass Jamie Spears is the best option to manage Britney's millions. I don't know how much she was worth. So much much fucking money. You mean there isn't like. A corporate group of like attorneys and financial advisors who should be doing that for her. But no, it's fucking right. Jamie Spears. Mm, right. Suspicious. Mm. Mm-hmm. And from there, they move on to when Brittany gets her phone back. So y'all probably know how Brittany's been very vocal on calling all of these motherfucking leeches out. And <laughs> Jamie Lynn is basically like, I don't understand again because (laughs) because I don't know why she would write family and I shouldn't be grouped in there. And Brittany would text me and apologize and say, oh, yeah, you're not part of this, blah, 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 blah. But I felt like she was still calling me out. It's like because she was, bitch. So I have a feeling that it wasn't like 
Brittany would like write like the family did this to me and then text Jamie and be like, oh, I was talking about you. My feeling is what happened is that Brittany was like, the family did this. And Jamie Lynn was like, what the fuck? And then Brittany was like, oh, shit, I don't want to fight with her. So I'm going to be like, that wasn't about mm-hmm. you. We've all done that shit. Posted some mm-hmm. sort of passive aggressive shit on like Facebook or Instagram or wherever. <laughs> and then people, someone be yeah. like, mm, are you mad at me for some reason? Because you're posting like, mm, it's not about you. And you're like, fucking bitch, it's about you. It's about you. <laughs> Uh, it is <laughs> yeah and then she talks about this cycle of you know them being okay Brittany blocking her then unblocking her and back and forth and all this arguing and then you know she says to Brittany, can you stop posting about this stuff or posting about me because of the sake of my kids and Brittany, and then she acts like this is like the audacity but I'm like but she has a point and Brittany says I'm not posting about your kids. I don't know what you mean. And I'm like, there you go. It's like, because like, I feel like it probably wasn't because we can't like she doesn't conveniently. She doesn't show us all her texts, you know, not that she has to, but like she picks and chooses what she does show. Right. And it's like, we don't know how she full on asked her that because if she was like, look, what you're posting about me is getting because she explains it. She said, because, you know, kids at my daughter's school are talking because like one of her kids is. What? 13? 13? Yeah. So she's like, you know, it gets talked about and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, I guarantee if she fucking, I don't, I mean, I could be wrong because obviously I don't know Brittany, but it's like if some, if my, if this was me and my sister and my sister said to me like, hey, even though it's not about the kids, what you're posting is still getting talked about because they're tweens or teens and it's fucking with her. So you need to think about that, you know, that kind of thing. Like you would be like, oh my God, you know, if you hadn't thought about that. I also think that, like, everything that happens to Jamie Lynn is, like, melodramatic. Like, oh, I didn't yeah, get the 100%. fucking E on the end of Lynn. And, and so, like, you know, <laughs> of course, I have a feeling that her daughter goes to school and we're not. She does publicly say her daughter's name, but I'm not going to hear. You know, I'm sure the little girl goes to school and talks about her Aunt Brittany. Like, why the fuck wouldn't you? Like, the, the biggest of clouts there are. And I'm sure that people have opinions about her mom. And I guarantee you, it's not about the fact that her little girl goes to school and talks about or, you know, and does that. I guarantee you it's because people and I don't agree with this. People have been giving Jamie Lynn death threats. They've been like writing horrible things like that's that's unexcusable. That crosses a line. If you if you're one of those people, shame on you. Like, don't do that shit. That's fucked up. Don't Mm -hmm. don't do that. But like. I guarantee you that's what it is, is that Jamie Lynn is getting shit and her daughter is having to watch her mom eat fucking eat crow. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I just the more that Jamie Lynn talked kind of by the end of the first one, I was like, okay, I see your point. I get it. I feel you. And then I watched the second one and I was like, bitch, what the fuck? (laughs) Yeah, no, most definitely. Most definitely. And then I think like. Okay, so like we said, and if because if you haven't watched it, part two is like two different interviews put together because mm-hmm. the second the rest of this is on Zoom. I think that's pretty much where it ended, like the in person one. Like I don't mm-hmm. think there was really anything like monumental, but yeah, that one ended very like anticlimactic. Yeah, I was like at first I was like, oh, all right, <laughs> but then they jump back on, and this was like they got on this Zoom call like I don't know like a day or two before the episode aired, so like really really close to it. Because Alex says, you know, I want to do some follow up. And she calls her out respectfully. She calls her the fuck out about 
being super vague about the Hawaii trip. And mm-hmm. she's like, we need some more details. Like, what the fuck? And this is, I mean, Jessica and I have already kind of pretty much said it. You know, she's repeats herself. It was just us and the kids and Brittany's security and assistant. And she says that they call lawyers and, you know, that they knew. And she talked to Brittany's old lawyer, who we all know is trash. And she's like, I knew he was. And as soon as I told him all this stuff I learned, he went and told the other side, a.k.a. Jamie. And, you know, blah, 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 blah. And then she's like, I tried to tell Brittany to get a new lawyer. And it's like, bitch, she didn't even get to pick this one. Right. Like, again, with this like victim bullshit. Right. And you know who could have hired her a lawyer? She could have. Jamie Lynn. Jamie Lynn could have hired a lawyer or a private investigator or someone herself and represented Brittany. Mm-hmm. As long mm-hmm. as Jamie Lynn was paying for it. And exactly. it wasn't being paid for by the conservatorship. Now... Alex starts to ask her about receipts. And so Jamie is like, all right, I will show you the text. And I wrote down the timestamp in case you guys want to go like see what the whole thing is. I'm not going to read it because it took her like fucking 20 minutes to read this fucking thing. And I'm like, Jesus Christ. She's the worst reader of my life. I swear. I'm like, bitch, (laughs) you're an actor. How do you not know how to like read out loud? (laughs) And it's (laughs) your text messages that you probably read nine million times. Exactly. So there's this long text with like all these things in it. And the timestamp is at 2931. You're welcome. And basically she says, you know, she's talking about how she thinks the lawyer's not, you know, there for her benefit and how they need to get a new lawyer. And I don't even know what all I can't even remember. But she's just it was like a fucking probably the longest text you could send in one fucking sitting. She's probably maxed out. But like jesus christ it's just like all these things where she's trying to prove that she was trying to help and she said that she sent it to britney's phone and then she also sent it to sam's phone britney's boyfriend twice she talks about you know how she told her like you know she stopped talking to their mom for a while because she didn't want she didn't she said i didn't think my mom should involve herself with the conservatorship and Mm. she says that she thought that this would show loyalty to Brittany and that she didn't think this whole Lynn versus Jamie thing was what should be happening. It should be about Brittany. I mean, uh, here's the thing. At the end of the day, I've never, have you noticed how like somehow Jamie Spears, not Jamie Lynn, the father, Jamie Spears, mm-hmm. somehow has this loyalty from these women that he treats like trash. Right. I mean, granted, Brittany is pissed enough, but like, even Jamie Lynn is like, no, dad, you know, daddy wants to do this. He wants to like not be your conservator. He wants to, he's only doing this to help you. And it's like, how the fuck does mm-hmm. this man brainwash these three women? I mean, granted, I think right when Brittany kind of started her whole partying stage, and I think probably I'm going to give Paris Hilton credit for this. Like, yes, queen. I think <laughs> she, pro- like Brittany probably saw what it was like to be- have money and be able to be independent. So... Yeah. Yeah. And like to go off what you were saying, there's more text timestamp 3609. You're welcome. <laughs> she says, dad will gladly step down. He just wanted to, he just wants to talk to you. Like so does every other fucking controlling narcissist. They just want to talk to you. They just want to reason with you. Mm-hmm. And by reason, they want to tell you why you're wrong and their way is the only way or nothing. So I'm sorry, more bullshit. And mm-hmm. then it's like, which is it? Like, you're trying to help her get out of this conservatorship or it's fine with her dad, your dad doing it. Like, which is it? There's so many inconsistencies with this whole fucking interview because we know she's lying. <laughs> right. And I mean, 
There was receipts that came out a long time ago about how, like, when this whole Free Britney thing that happened about Jamie Lynn taking, like, the travel expenses were being paid by the conservatorship. Mm -hmm. Exactly. And she had a sum of money, which, I mean, of course, didn't get brought up. And then Alex is like, well, why have you never, like, if these texts are legit, blah, 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 why haven't you ever, you know, showed them before? And she's like, I was just too scared. You know, I didn't know if I could and blah, blah, blah. And she's like, well, I checked with my lawyer now and it's fine, which I mean, like, I kind of get that part. But at the same time, I'm like, if this was so important to get your sister freedom, like, wouldn't you have asked your lawyer when, like, basically when Mm -hmm. people were starting to come at you the very first time, like over a year ago? (laughs) Right. That's the thing I don't understand is like why she wouldn't have gone to her lawyer and been like, help me, help me release all the receipts that clear my name and show that my parents are these leeches like it's now i just now because she has this fucking book right (laughs) she's taking complete opportunity of it because she's had you fucking know this girl has probably had interview requests for fucking years about all this shit so Mm -hmm. i think it's pretty transparent with her doing this and the timing of her book Mm -hmm. and with especially on the podcast that she's on which, mm-hmm. I mean, Call Her Daddy is is a controversial one only because of, like, the content it has. And so for Jamie Lynn to go on there and, like, talk about her sister, it's about the taboo. And it's, it's no, like, Jamie Lynn, I'm sorry. Like, I don't have respect for someone who was that close to someone else suffering that much and just was like, well, maybe they sh- she should just gotten help. Like, why didn't you fucking walk mm-hmm. up to your dad and be or your mom and be like, this has to fucking end. Like, she has to be able to live her life again. Especially because, like, if she really like looked up to her sister the way she talks about it, it's like she would have seen that she was had that residency in fucking Vegas and how like all the money she was pulling in. She was a fully functioning citizen. Mm-hmm. I mean, it broke all our hearts when Brittany said, "I have an iPad now." I know. But that's because her family's full of snakes. So, you know, what are you going to do? But luckily, our girl is out of that shit, hopefully, for the most part. Mm -hmm. Fucking Jamie is a fucking leech, too. And just trying to promote this book, which, let's be honest, I have you seen those TikToks of people putting them in like different book sections or in like the new like the trash cans on the shelves? (laughs) It's funny. so funny. I, I fucking can't. I think it's hilarious. <sighs> but guys, that that's pretty much it. That's pretty much all there is to this part two. Like part two is a lot shorter than part one. And there, like I said, it wasn't very there was nothing new. It was just like Alex trying to get her to get more details out of this fucking Hawaii trip, pretty much. And then Jamie Lynn showing these fucking text messages, which I have to say also, just because it says Brittany, we don't know if that's really Britney. Right. It could have been her fucking kid's iPad. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, because mm-hmm. we only saw little sections. Like, we don't know if it's actually real or whatever. You know, it's text messages. But whatever. Whatever. We know Jamie Lynn is just a little leech, just like the rest of them. So it is what right. it is. But that is going to go ahead and wrap us up for today. Hopefully y'all enjoyed. We always want to hear your thoughts, especially on controversial shit like this. So let us know. Let us know on socials, Facebook group, wherever you like to hang out with us. But with that, we will sign off and we'll see you on Monday. Bye, guys. Bye.